Welcome, everybody, to Book Digest. I'm your host and fellow entrepreneur, Matthew Scott. Book Digest, it's the first place where busy entrepreneurs, business leaders, and change agents gather for eight minutes of professional development with the latest business books. Hey, Book Digest followers, you want some bounty? I'm talking free gifts. Hang with me to the end of today's podcast and find out how you're eligible to receive Book Digest Bounty. Now, that may include autographed books, potential interviews, all kinds of good, cool, free stuff. Hang with me to the end and find out how you can become eligible. Welcome, everybody, and join me for this book digest as I review Courage Goes to Work, How to Build Backbones, Boost Performance, and Get Results by author Bill Treasurer. Bill Treasurer is the founder and chief encourager at Giant Leap Consulting, a consulting firm that helps people and organizations live more courageously. Among his clients are CNN, Earthlink, Starbucks, General Motors, General Electric, the DEA, and the U.S. Veterans Administration. Bill is also the author of Right Risk, and he's the editor of Positively Mad. Now, Bill is no stranger to courage. He's uniquely qualified to write about this topic. Prior to founding Great Leap, Bill was the captain of the U.S. high diving team and has performed over 1,500 high dives from heights that scale to over 100 feet, sometimes, get this, even while on fire. Bill currently resides in Asheville, North Carolina with his family. I have a challenge for you. Whenever you receive a book and you look on the title and you think that it's going to be a predictable outcome, ask yourself the following question. It's what I did whenever I received this book from Bill's publicist, Joanne McCall. I asked myself, what do I need this book to be for me to really enjoy and make it something that I can apply and something that wasn't so predictable whenever I read about a former high diver writing about the book Courage. And so, like many of you, I ended up defaulting to, here's what I hope the book is not about. And this book was a pleasant surprise for me because... Although Bill Treasure has faced courage right in the eye as a high diver, interesting enough, as he talks about in the book, a high diver who is afraid of heights, it was more than just the typical gain control of your fears, fear not, move forward, take action. Actually, what he does, which I think is so creative, this is the first book that I'm aware of that offers a way of categorizing courageous acts in the workforce. So here's the premise of the book. Courage is a vital but often overlooked component of business success. And the author draws on a variety of real-world examples, but here's where it's unique. While other books have focused on different realms of courage, such as moral courage, creative courage, physical courage, and even whistleblowing courage in this day and age, Courage Goes to Work is the first book to categorize these three what the author calls buckets of courage. Let's take a brief look at all three buckets of courage 
And then I'll draw on a variety of real-world examples that the author provides over his 15 years as a courage consultant and also through his own experience as a high diver. The author's first bucket or category of courage is called try courage. And it's really the courage of what the author calls first attempts. This is the courage that it takes when, whenever you're attempting something for the first time or maybe even re-attempting something that resulted in a failure when you tried it the first time. He also calls this the bucket of action. One story that really resonated with me, especially as a father who had a daughter who was very active in soccer at the time and living in San Diego, which was a really hotbed of women's soccer, the story relates the story of Lynn Morgan, who was asked to be the head of the Women's United Soccer Association. Well, it turned out that it was a complete failure. So Lynn was tapped to be the CEO after the very, very first year. The league was struggling a little bit. It had caught the attention of people who were willing to invest. And so Lynn was asked to take over the helm. At the end of year one, Lynn began to sense that it just wasn't working. The financials weren't paying off. I mean, she tried everything to make it work. She reduced the headquarters staff by 40%, negotiated salary concessions twice, With the athletes, I mean, can you imagine how difficult and how courageous that had to be to go to the top women's soccer players like Mia Hamm and say, will you accept a pay cut in order for this league to have a chance to win? She tried everything, and her persistence resulted in a brand of courage that even though she did everything that she could possibly think of, the league still folded. Lynn took this failure personal. It wasn't just her fault, but she felt like she had let down every young girl who dreamed of being the next Mia Hamm and every suburban mom who was shuttling their kids to and from soccer practice for years and years. But the company, the organization, still failed. Well, Lynn took that courage of failure and her attempt in trying, and she turned that into success. And the author relates how she has since led two successful ventures for Mannheim, which is the largest automotive wholesaler in the world. And under her leadership, probably formed and molded under her WUSA experience, she has launched a new high-tech automotive innovation center called the Drive Center, which is now one of the leading automotive companies. Courage bucket number two is called trust courage. Now, the first brand of courage, once again, involves taking action. This one, trust courage, involves being still, maybe even surrendering or just letting go. Here's an example. This is the type of courage that it takes as a leader to actually delegate to other capable people in your organization. It's the time as a leader when you accept others' ideas instead of just having your ideas being heard. My favorite example of this second bucket of courage, called Trust Courage, is the example that the author provides of a character named Andre. Now, I say character because the guy was a character. Andre is his real first name, but the author decided not to name the organization. So, in this case, he describes Andre as a French PhD computer wizard, comes to the States, His first run at Silicon Valley was successful. He started another open software company, and it began to hit the big time. Well, 
Andre was arrogant to say the least. And it came to a point where the leadership team of the organization said, let's hire Bill to provide a strategic planning and a leadership summit for us. They did this off-site. And while there, all hell broke loose. The leadership team, for the first time, had the courage to stand up to Andre. And Andre was shocked. He had no idea that people felt this way. I mean, there was incidents, the famous incident. They call it the SMD. I'm not going to describe for you what SMD stands for, but let me just give you a clue. Andre told the guy to perform, let's just call it a an act, maybe even a sexual act on him that just wasn't nice. The leadership team of his organization was outraged. They just thought that he had just taken it too far. So the author talks about this leadership summit where for the first time, the leadership team had the courage to confront Andre and one person in particular, his name is Scott, who was a senior vice president of business development. Now, Scott had made enough money in his previous high-tech venture that he'd reached a point where he told Andre, I'm working because I want to and not because I have to. And if you don't change, I'm walking, he told Andre. The third bucket of courage the author describes is tell courage. Now, this is the courage of using your voice, of having a voice. And it's often associated with being assertive, telling the truth, and really having the humbleness and the courage to honor up to when you make a mistake. My favorite story in this chapter that the author uses to describe the third bucket of courage called Tell Courage is the story of how the firm Giant Leap that he runs launches a new courage-building program affiliated with the Nanahalia Outdoor Center. It's called the Knock MBA. And MBA doesn't stand for what you think it stands for. It stands for Management by Adventure. Now, for those of you who have been to beautiful Asheville, North Carolina, or Murphy, North Carolina, where this facility is located at, you know that you're in the heart of kayaking country. It's beautiful in the Smoky Mountains. Now, this MBA program that was created under the leadership of the author helps business leaders develop an environment of trying, trusting, and telling. And the facility is described as a place that provides great organic gourmet meals. It provides the opportunity to still have internet access. It's got comfortable accommodations, yet you've got the beautiful outdoor area of the Smoky Mountains there. And this environment is the right environment, as the author describes, to really facilitate team-building events where companies of different size and different stature are there to meet as a leadership team to develop that sense, that courage to once again try, trust, and tell. The author describes how in this environment he was able to address what he calls the pink elephants, that which was really causing destruction in the company. And one of the things that he talks about is how he took butcher block paper, spread it across the wall, divided it up into columns where anybody and everybody could write their thoughts, moments of courage, moments of weakness. And it really provided a non-threatening forum for people to provide their own thoughts. He uses another example of how an individual who was new, who was a very new leader, 
and how he came in and he provided an observation on the pink elephants that he saw during his first month of employment and how that provided the change that the more senior leaders needed to feel comfortable to trust, to have the courage to tell, you know what, you're right. Here are some other things that we can do better. And the author talks about how he set forth a number of rules of engagement, which included focusing on what's best for the company, using language to connect and build and not tear down, to not compete, and to have balanced honesty with courtesy and being able to go there and be courageous for the sake of the company. In conclusion of today's book digest, having a courageous workforce, it's a win-win for everybody. The goal of this book is to build a workforce, a workforce comprised of courage in an environment where business leaders reward courage by focusing on specific things that business leaders can do to help their people become more courageous. I want to thank all of you for joining me today on my latest Personal Life Media Book Digest. Stay tuned next week as I review Career Renegade, written by Jonathan Fields.